Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now, your host, Scott Mulvaney, and our regular Wim Hof Method co-host, Travis Rosnos. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So this evening, we are catching back up with a return co-host, not just a return co-host, but actually one of our newer repeat returning co-hosts that we try and get on every single month because he's got a different lifestyle. He's got a different coaching influence. He plays with cold things, uh, but he's also big into mindset. And more specifically, which we'll talk a little bit about tonight, is how he helps men claim their self-mastery and vitality. So if you've listened to the show before, he's been on a couple times before. Welcome back to the show, Travis Rosnos. Hey, Scott. How you been, brother? I've been doing good. Settled back into some routine. A little bit of routine? <laughs> yeah, a lot of, lot of travel. So finally uh, catching a groove back here in Austin, Texas. Well, I know. We follow you. I mean, I follow you. You know, I, I try and follow my co-hosts. And uh, you, you get around, my friend. And the interesting thing is, I know you and I have been talking last time. We wanted to get deeper into minimalism. And I'm intrigued on this minimalism topic because I travel a lot and I like traveling lean and mean. And since I've been following you all over Instagram, I'd love to catch our audience up with like, okay, you've had a lot of trips. Do you also travel lean and mean? Yeah. I usually pack for like three or four days. Okay. And, and then I'll find ways to turn that into 10 days if I need to, but one what, bag. What are we talking about? One bag, really? Okay, you got four yeah, days, one yeah. bag, right? Never checking a bag. Mm. It's whatever I can bring on a plane. I've had the same suitcase carry on for like five years. <laughs> Is it? All right, I gotta know because I geek out on gear. Is it um, like the traditional carry on square, you know, suitcase? Yeah, your standard. Like I bought it at like a TJ Maxx. Yeah. Now, do you have? Have you ever seen? Um, North Face, uh, they're infamous for their base camp duffels. They're all different sizes. I'm not, actually. Oh, my God. Oh, you got to check that out. I got them on my new Amazon influencer page. So um, I don't know. If, uh, yeah, there's been a lot going on. So you know I need to catch up. Uh, <laughs> so I have Amazon uh, banners throughout my site now, and they're all connected to my influencer page. So Amazon has a feature where you can create an influencer page. And it's all I can just sit there and gear that I buy or gear that I have bought, I can tag it. And now it's like in like Scott's Live the Fuel page. So it's all gear that I recommend or have purchased. Uh, it's nice. pretty fun. And I mean, nice. plus, since I pay for this entire show and I've never monetized it or taken on ads, um, I'm hoping that one day a few pennies from people clicking on those banners and whatever they buy on Amazon, I'll get like a tiny, tiny percentage of that. That's the whole point of the whole Amazon thing. It's not to push right. Amazon product, but let's be real. Everybody's shopping on Amazon. But... North Face Base Camp duffels. I've had the same medium-sized black uh, duffel bag, which is carry-on capable, since 2007. So that's 11 years. <laughs> um, I used that to travel in and out of hotels when we were leaving fire camps and stuff like that from the firefighting days, like everything, man. Like, because it had it's it's a duffel bag with backpack straps. Nice. Wow. So, cool. I was like, oh, and it's like practically not it's not officially waterproof but it's pretty bomber so granted you don't have that nice form-fitted square you know traditional luggage look 
But if you're filling it with four days of gear, it'll probably be, you know, it'll probably fill out its shape. So Right. Yeah. Right. Right on. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There's your travel tips. Go traditional, TJ Maxx. Or yeah. <laughs> be, be a weirdo like me and be obsessed with North Face Base Camp duffels. FYI, I do have one of every size. <laughs> so that doesn't really reinforce minimalism, but I have used all of them for 10 years. So, Right on. Yeah, no, I, I, I just think the um, – so like minimalism came on the scenes – you know, a few years back, there's a few brands out there, right? Lifestyle brands where they started to really promote the idea. And I was like in my early twenties. And at that time I was like so far from acquiring a minimalist, you know, minim- you know, minimizing my life. Like I was acquiring. Things. I think most like, 20 year olds didn't really. Right. I, I don't think. I yeah. Did. Yeah. Yeah. And so I didn't really get serious about it until like maybe three years ago. And now I'm, I like find it's like a weekly practice to find ways on a macro and micro daily level to simplify and like streamline my life. Um, and, and the main purpose is like, like we're really distracted, like, we, like constantly. Right. And, and there's also like, we live in this economy and culture. That's it's, it's like, there's trillions of dollars being spent to like influence us to, like need to think we need and buy more shit <laughs> so like like the odds are against us mostly right like if you really think about like you know the people that are thinking about you know minimizing down it's like that's not it's not that common most people are buying more stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and um so for for me it's like um i don't know i i i feel more empowered because i'm like yeah like i've gotten i mean all of my stuff fits in a 400 square foot studio apartment now in Austin um and like with room to spare and it's like it it feels great because it's like cleaner like moving here was like a small pod that was like you know tiny and like affordable to move around and before pods existed yeah yeah so so anyway I I've just I I look at it on like macro and micro level levels and what I mean by micro is just like how, how, do, how can I minimize my day so I'm more focused and more effective and I'm not like distracted and macro is more like, yeah, in like a year, you know, how can I create more freedom for myself financially and just like my space and all of that. So I love it because I think I think we did dig into it a little bit. Was this are we tracing back to like your first or second time coming on the show? I can't remember, but oh, we might have touched on it a little bit. I know it wasn't at the forefront of the discussion, but I, yeah. I know I mentioned it. I, I well, yeah, that's why we like, go open format because you never know what we're going to talk about because there's so many powerful things we can share because you and I have interesting similarities, but I'm a huge supporter of minimalism and I struggled when I, when I left the firefighting days, cause I mean, that quick, quick summary back on that, it was, I left corporate space. Like I grew up enough as a farm kid, so I didn't have a lot and then worked my butt up, you know, like in my twenties, you know, you're very late into the twenties. So, okay. I chased the salary and, and, and stuff. You know, I had a nice loft apartment. It was only like a 600 square foot loft apartment. It wasn't big. So I couldn't, I didn't have a lot of stuff. But what I started to realize was if I bought stuff, I wanted it to last. I wanted it to be quality stuff, quality gear. So as I, and then, you know, when it, when it became to the firefighting thing, I was like, crap, man. So I'd gotten to a point where I had like a foosball table and stuff like in a townhouse. And I'm like, why do I have all this stuff? And it was still less than most people. 
but then I crammed everything I had into a 1999 Subaru Outback wagon to go do the firefighting thing. So I, I, it forced me to get rid of a lot of stuff. And that's when I bought those North Face Base Camp duffels. That's the backstory on that, by the way. I said, okay, I'm going to have one of every size. And then I had one mountaineering pack. So I said, so basically it's eight, eight bags, a small, a medium, a large, extra large duffel, and then uh, the mountaineering pack. I was like, okay, if I can't fit everything in these bags, it goes. Hmm. And nice. then I, I threw the duffels in the, in, the, in the station wagon, put my mountain bike and road bike on the roof, threw one pair of skis in the car, and then the mountaineering pack held my rock climbing gear and my camping gear. And then the only reason why I had those duffel bags is because like one duffel bag had all my road cycling and mountain biking gear. One duffel bag had my skiing gear, like my winter stuff. So it was all seasonal sport functionality gear. I, if I actually looked at my personal stuff that's not athletic related, I probably had one duffel bag of just <laughs> per- personal clothing. Like if I wasn't athletic, I probably could have been super lean and mean. So I don't know if this really falls in line with what we're talking about because I, I was definitely more minimal than most, but I still had gear and stuff, but it was functional and it had a purpose. So I'm interested to see where you want to go with that. Yeah, I, um, it's well, it's like I think if anybody's in an assessment phase of their life um, on many levels, it's like um, there's a lot of research out there that shows like once you start to kind of advance through certain developmental stages, right? And I mean, you know, look, I coach people, so I always have this sort of filtered lens of, of talking about concepts and ideas and things like that through you know, someone's developmental path. But um, like once we start taking care of like ourselves and like our emotional health and like our language and our relationships, like then we usually will look at our environment and be like, oh my God, this place is a mess, you know, or like I have shit that I don't need. Um, And maybe somebody else could use it. Like when I moved to Texas, I was like, I realized like, yeah, through moving a few apartments, I had like extra clothes, but I was still hanging on to like seriously, like unconsciously clearly hanging on to like old Oh, like thing. a shirt you haven't worn in a year or two? Yeah, like different <laughs> things. And maybe they're attached to memories or maybe they're, you know, whatever. So I kind of like the sense that it was really interesting to me because it was like, ah, I feel like I'm holding on to a lot of this stuff similar to like I hold on to like old so, mindset. Real old quick, on the, the assessment, did you go through a formal assessment? Was this like a, a program that you learned or? Uh, no, when I say assessment, meaning just like, you know, assessment when like if you're in transition, right? You're. Mm-hmm looking to jump career or you're looking to start your own business or you're looking to move or whatever it is right so there's usually kind of an assessment phase and our um across the board right like when we're transitioning in life like we're kind of assessing consciously or unconsciously all the stuff in our life Hmm. and yeah so 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 minimum so minimalism too like like to back up is like the way i look at it is um like whether like whether people think they're doing it or not, um, like they, they kind of are, right? Because there's an assessment piece to it where it's like, um, you, you know, some people might value more friendships over over less, you know, and that's fine. It's not about like a it's not about a it's not like an argument around values and what's right or wrong or anything like that. But um, tip, typically, um, if if our lives are simplified, like we're, we're able to like take care of ourselves a little bit more and 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 do things that that are meaningful to us, right? And so. To me, it's like simplifying just everything in our life, um, simplifying the way we communicate. <laughs> it's like that. That for me, that's that's minimalism. It's less about just getting rid of all your shit. Um, it's but it's definitely like how how can I set up structure in my life to 
to simplify things so that I have more freedom and I can spend time, you know, hanging out with people that I want to hang out with and, and whatever. So I, I like this because like, for example, I, and this is not a brag. It's actually almost a weird thing that just started happening in the past couple of years, but I go to a lot of conferences and stuff and a lot of people have chosen to remove social media from their life or they take these social media breaks. They take these extremes and I'm like, I've yeah. got to the point where I don't go through these extremes. Like I put uh, myself through a lot of extremes. I'm an adrenaline junkie, but I was like, okay, I don't need to uh, unplug. I did on my, on my winter ski vacation. I unplugged for that week. Um, just to prove a point. Like I'm not, I can unplug, not a big deal, but a little, a little trick that I learned was if people connect with me legitimately, um, I don't want to like reject them. I believe that leaders should be approachable. So they either like my, you know, my speaker page, they like my live a fuel page, or if we made a proper connection, I will accept that friendship in the Facebook world. Let's use that as a social media, but you have a choice. You can accept the friendship and then you can unfollow them. It's not rude. It's just, I've made a good connection, but we haven't made enough of a connection for you to really like fill up my newsfeed with a bunch of crap. Uh, yeah. Right? right. So what yeah. I've started doing was unfollowing people. I'm still friends. Yeah. 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 So interesting, right? People think that's weird. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting that you bring that up too, because now that I'm thinking about it, it's, wow. So, so this really leaks over and everything too. It's like, I, I cut my friends on Facebook in half, like from 1800 to 900 over the last like six months. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think I was just on a roll of like, just getting rid of kind of like you said, you know, like, yeah. like, yeah, we spend a lot of our time looking at a newsfeed all day long. It's like, well, and that's a hack I just shared, right? You don't actually have to unfriend them. I can just unfollow them. So they're right. still they're still in my network. We're still friends. Right. Right. So if something big happens, they post an event or something like that, that'll probably still come in. But I'm just, I they will not be in my newsfeed. Like if if right. if you're if for some reason you keep posting crap about your kids, I'm not I'm not a father figure. Don't have, plan on having ever kids ever. I'm, I'm fixed. My fiance are that committed. So I was like, mm. I don't need to see babies. Yeah. So if you're posting that all the time, unfollow. <laughs> I have a choice on the news feed that I want to be uh, influenced by. So that's been my new hack for this year is, okay, you know what? I don't want to upset anybody. I don't want to unfriend you. And then like, why'd you unfriend me? Okay, fine. You could stay in my network. I, there's nothing, I have nothing against you. I just don't need to see you in my news feed. So I'm going to unfollow you. That's it. So that's what I did a lot. <laughs> Still am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there's two examples, right? It's, uh, I think that goes back to the assessment you're talking about is once you've assessed that, is it, are these people just that big of a drain where, man, I just need to remove you from my network. Like you are just bad. Yeah. Ju you're bad juju. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what happened in your situation. Like, or was this a matter of, uh, just clean, like, like I haven't talked to him since college. It's like, I don't see any points. And yeah, if they don't at least reach out to you once in a while, uh, because I, I, I'm, I'm literally, at, I don't know, I'm 4,500, 4,600 friends now, dude, there's a 5,000 cap. So right. I have that option where if there's somebody in my network that I haven't heard from, like I, every once in a while, I purposely try and reach out to people that I haven't heard from in a while. I it's, it's become like a, a thing over the past two, three years. It's just, I'll just pick five people. Like, you know what? I, I actually do care about that person. You know, we haven't seen each other in a long time. They've moved away. Let's just check in on them. And because I don't know their phone number. I don't have the, I don't have their address, 
And that's where I think a lot of people have forgotten the power of just human communication. Um, granted, we're coming off of the, the minimalism theme here, but I just thought I'd bring that up because I think people have lost the power of communication, like human to human. And I really feel that social media can be used in a positive way that way. Like reach sure. out and check in on somebody. Right. If, if they're yeah. worth your time. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So what what did you do after you went up? Did you hear anything from any of the? I mean, I'm intrigued. No. So you, you you leaned them no. out. No, no response. No. Huh. Yeah, I, just, I think it was like literally so old, like years, like when Facebook began, like so old. It's like not <laughs> big deal, you know. It's like you know, because I I grew up with Facebook, like mm -hmm. obviously, you know, like it's it, I was in ninth grade or whatever year it was when it came out no i was like junior in high school but anyway you know what i mean like yeah it became more public more accessible it was it was a thing yeah so um but but yeah like the the, the assessment stuff like i don't know I, I think this this topic so for me like for example i'm a, um i'm not really in i'm still in transition i guess so to speak but you know at the end of the day like uh because when i hit you up about um like connecting today saying i'm excited it's like yeah. i'm still even looking uh for some bigger moves here coming up soon where um like for example you know like i've if i'm ever gonna live international for a few months at a time like i feel like right now is really a really solid window to do that like i'm not tied down i'm, I'm single i'm 30 you know i've got clients coming in now for my business and it's a lot of it's still only online and it's like okay great like I, you know you're doing I, it right you're making a scalable business online that is not rooted by brick and mortar yeah. And well, yeah, so that's a great idea, right? Where it's like, um, minimalize your friction to successful business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but well, you know, I've also just, man, I like really want to bring this home where it's like, um, I, like, I thought like coaching business had to be complicated too. And like, had to have all these like bells and whistles. And like at the end of the day, like I'm getting clients cause I'm just having conversations and it's all about relationships and it's super simple. And now I've, I'm having a lot of success. It's, um, you know, anyway, these, these, like I, I'm potentially going to do Thailand for three months, three or four months starting in July. Sweet. Yeah. Huge, you know, expat community. And are you taking your brand there? Like are you going to be doing coaching there? Well, I mean, I can do coaching wherever I want. Like, again, my clients, it's, you know, a lot of it's, um, on it's, it's online conversation. I guess it, the biggest, the biggest hack for you will be, and while I'm talking about this, I'm gonna do some screen sharing for our video watchers because we're doing a new, for our listeners guys, by the way, this will be short sessions. So we'll be coming up on like a 30 minute cutoff. We're experimenting, we're, we're trying something new. We're, we're actually going minimalist with these podcast episodes right now to try this out with Travis. So anyway, which, I'm gonna do which some I love, which I, to be honest, I fully believe in like shorter podcasts. I, I think I, I love short, quick to the point content when it comes to podcasts. Yeah. So, so here's the cool thing. I love where we're going with this because we're tying this back into business, but also growth in your lifestyle. Because the biggest challenge I realized was if I want to open this up to international exposure, which I have with the show, uh, the biggest struggle for me is just actually been adapting the time zones. That's all. So I think that's the only thing that you're going to have to worry about. As long as you got a laptop and Wi-Fi, you just have to figure out where your clients are at and adapt your time zone. So while you're in Thailand, it's like, oh, what's the hourly difference where you're at? Right? Mm -hmm. Right. Now, are you using a scheduling system yet? Okay. See, like I use Acuity. So Acuity, when they go, I, I've unlocked certain windows when they're allowed to record, like you've used. So it's like, okay. And then it'll tell them what that's equivalent to in their time zone. And they get to decide if they want to book during that window or not. 
I, I think I've only had to do two special situations where one was in the UK, and recently I had on a famous doctor from South Africa. So it was really hard getting him. We had to really work for almost a year to get him locked in, uh, but he was worth it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you got those situations. Like you probably have a special client where if they're in a really unique time zone, it's like you might have to be up at ten o'clock at night to talk to them, right? Right. Yeah, totally. But if you're a great coach and they're a great client, I think that'd be worth the sacrifice. So yeah, I agree. you've done a lot with the new brand, man. I want to make sure that we squeeze this in here. Uh, I actually, going back to minimalism, I like the restructuring of the content. I actually feel like you have leaned this out a little bit. Would you actually agree? Yeah. Yeah. So was this just kind of an epiphany? Or from the last few coachings and, and the retreats you've done or recently? Yeah, yeah. Feedback from clients and, uh, you know, it, I think just becoming even more and more aware of yeah. what I want to be bringing to a marketplace and, and what I want to be teaching and uh, getting even like more in tune with my own process and stuff like that. So I like this uh, here, the first two subjects here, discipline and removal. And because we're, we're talking about removal right now, right? Aren't we talking about that when it comes to minimalism? Yeah. It's like yeah. removing excess from your life. It doesn't always have yeah. to be just possessions. It could be no. It's people. it's any it's just anything that drains your energy. See, that, that's one thing that I really amped up is like, uh, like we we talked about this too. It's like I was kind of struggling with sleep, and I was trying to get everything in line. Like travel, like when I travel, it just kind of messes things up, and so. But oh like, yeah, well, yeah. It's because you had to reschedule that time because you had so much happening at once. I remember that we had to reschedule. And yeah, I, I think I even threw time zones and just, I think I threw know. a coaching back out of you. Like, I hope you didn't take offense. I'm just like, Oh bro. I was like, I get it. It's cool. I'm excited for you, but like, don't sacrifice your health. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, anything that, anything that drains your energy, you know, it's like taking a look at that and it's, I know it can be hard sometimes, but I think, yeah, being really meticulous with, with anything that drains your energy is like, you know, minimize it out like just get rid of it and so in your coachings if you don't if you could share for our audience actually since we're shorting this up i want to make sure people got some good stuff out of this uh and we and you're doing great by the way but you've had retreats and these development sessions and you've partnered with people from different circles of influence and obviously we're going with this minimalism theme and you've restructured your brand and your site. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to Travis Rosnos, R-O-Z-N-O-S.com. Uh, his method is called The Drop. And uh, But anyway, the, the point here is that from your coachings and from The Drop and as you grow this brand and you take this international and be able to work from anywhere, what do you feel like the top – I love things in threes. So what do you think of the top three things that you keep hearing? Is it – on your subject of drain, minimalism and draining you, energy, do you feel it's – People, I'm guessing people's got to be one of the top three, but I want to hear from you. People, scheduling, like, what do you got? What do you think? Uh, so what exactly? The three things. Like what are the top three things you keep hearing or what you keep seeing in your sessions with your clients and the people you coach? Is like, is there a common three? I know that everybody's got differences in lifestyles and yeah, kids yeah. and families, but is there, is there a common theme, do you think? Top three things that you think that people could be focusing on or at least working on? Yeah. So I, um, I kind of have this like theory and it's sort of backed by some things research, but like, like a lack of discipline or like more like when, when, uh, when life seems like overwhelming or like when people are unclear and there's kind of like chaos going on. Okay. 
um, it, it's less about like willpower and like just changing like the behavior, right? It's, it's, it's usually like, it's a lack of where we're energetically not being okay with kind of like closing off to resistance in some way. And that can be resistance in many levels. It can be like relationships or at work or like just your internal compass. So, so I think a lot of uh, what I hear a lot is, is drained energy. Like people are like men are overwhelmed. Like the men that I'm serving, they're like 25 to 35. They, they have a few years in corporate and they're kind of like, ah, it's already crazy. Or some it's like, very common. I went through it. it, 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 it or more like high performing, like even like CEOs of some, some of their own businesses where they're like, I, I'm, we're doing really well and all is going well, but I feel I'm the weight is starting to get really heavy and they don't have like, like basically they just think discipline comes down to like, Oh, like making a new declaration or a new commitment. But in the reality, it has to like, you have to, I, I think you should take yourself out of your environment, whether that's like get into nature or like have a structured container to like learn every ways in which you take care of yourself from like the first minute you get up to throughout the day. And um, obviously breathing and all the stuff that I have in the toolbox is a, is a part of that. But like, like, like the removal aspect and, and um getting really in tune with how we're like ignoring our, our, our full embodied awareness, like the feeling sensations of our experience. Like, like I think people underestimate like the power that comes with, okay, if I can feel truly what's going on and be with that, whatever that is in my day, I feel more vital. I'm just more alive. That's basically proven. Most people don't really, I mean, most transformation or most personal transformation is like strategies. It's quick and you know, it's like the quick fix. It's, you know, it's, um, it's cognitive and that, that, that's why most, most transformation actually doesn't stick. Mm -hmm. So, so, so those are the themes. It's like, there's overwhelm and there's, um, there's a lot of effort maybe put into making change, but it doesn't stick simply because they're missing part of the full, the, the whole body that, it, that requires a stronger look at things outside of cognitive, like thinking, thinking their way out of things. Okay. I like yeah. that. I think other people underestimate the cognitive impact, their mind, their mindset. We talk a lot about mindset on this show. You, the, our other regular co-host, uh, Dr. Megan Cam, the sports psychologist, a lot of stuff is tied back to our cognitive processes. So I think we allow ourselves so much influence that just we all get overwhelmed. Whether, again, back to people, your job, school, relationships. These are all these domains of our life. And when they become unbalanced, it's, it just rocks your psyche. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I'm a huge proponent, minimalism, you know, minimizing. I'm digging it, man. Like, yeah, it, it, yeah. like I said, it's – to back this up, I, I literally – I have a 3,000-square-foot garage out back. And as soon as I moved in with my fiance, it's, her, it's where her family's construction company was founded. There was like 30 years of stuff in there because they don't build anything anymore. They're a construction management company. Now they've moved, they've done very well for themselves. This is just an old building from her great grandparents time. And all I could do for the past two years was gut it. <laughs> it's like, right. I'm like, I'm like, find a way to get rid of stuff. And next thing you know, I just got a whole big truck because I couldn't sell it. I couldn't get rid of it. I'm like, that's it. It's all gone. I just multiple truckloads and I gutted the whole building. And now I just, I, I have a I have a lease that I designed, and I will only allow the only thing that's allowed to come into that building is somebody's nice car they want to just store there. No, nice. no accessories, nothing. I'm like, you're allowed a trickle charger to keep your battery nice, 
and your cool old car. That's it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Love it. Right on. So I'm carrying minimalism into my into my real estate contracts or or whatever that is, you know, garage contracts. But because um, I love walking in there and just seeing big open space, I just right on. It's like a Zen thing for me. I don't know. Cool, cool. Um, well, so so listen, this is to stick to our format. We've got to bring this episode to a close. So I love the theme. I I think people need to be reminded about minimalism more. This is an exciting episode. You gave us some good tips here at the end, but uh, like we've always closed our shows out. Is there any kind of final message to sum all this up that you'd like to leave behind? So people, they, they forget all, I mean, we hit a lot on minimalism, but one final message to take them away where it's like, listen, guys, this is like a big theme you want to go with. This is your final words. Hmm. Yeah, well, I think if if people are in overwhelm in their life, uh you know, if there's busyness in their life, I think uh, trying to change certain behaviors or things like that, like that's, it's not, you could just start like kind of cutting the fat on like what drains your energy on a most, on a more simple level, right? Start with like, are you drinking a glass of water right when you get up in the morning? Like really, really simple things. Um, and I do like, a whole nother other topic is like trimming the relationships that don't serve you. Like you know how many people out there, like, and I've been there too, hang out with people that like don't really serve their field, like don't serve their space, but we hang on to those people. And so like, that's a whole nother thing, but take a look at who you're hanging out with and like ensure you're like hanging out with people that add value to your life. I think that's really, really crucial. So people who bring value rather than drain the value. Yeah, for sure. Easier said than done. Most people typically will hang on to relationships that are not serving them. <laughs> well, listen, since we're doing these shorter episodes, let's, let's tie these together. Would you like that to be the topic of our next episode? We could dig deeper into that. Sure. Let's do it. There we go. So ladies and gentlemen, that's another powerful podcast episode shortened up, hitting hard on minimalism with Travis Rosnos. Check him out at travisrosnos.com. And we've just given you a hint. The very next episode we release with Travis, our regular co-host, we're going to dig deeper into this whole minimalism thing and relationships because this is hard. I've gone through it. Travis has gone through it. Other people right now, you could be going through this, trying to figure out what people to keep in your life, what people to remove. So you, that'll help ensure your growth. Because there's a famous quote out there, you are the product of the five people you spend the most time with. I live by it. I work by it. I believe in it. And Travis just reminded you about the drain versus the value factor. So thanks for tuning in to another Live the Fuel podcast show. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, you too can live the fuel. Talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, first off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to livethefuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7's resource guide. It's a free offer. And it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brand section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted 
in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just a quick name drop them. You got Eat Pilly Nuts. You got Pure Vitamin Club. You got my connection with Isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight, or improve your athletic performance. Or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and Eat Pilly Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lilyfield.com. Click on the supporter brand section to get into the resources page and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously as it says, it's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, consumed, etc. Uh, heck, even actually half of these authors I've actually now had on the podcast. So Feel free to go to Fuel Library. I've divided it into health, business, and lifestyle-directed sections, and I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then uh, two last things for you. One, please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find Live the Fuel and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness, a disease, etc., remember, podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace, obviously, a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a, uh, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content. Take it as such, but please see your professionals. Thanks for listening, gang. Talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.